you get a good grip. One, two, three, Wait. and then go. Yeah, one, two, three, go. Ready? Wait, so on. After three. One, two, three, go. Ready? One, two, three. Ooh, Ooh splashing. <laughs> Um, today I had at work the most Italian couple come in for eye exams. Nice. Okay, they were the highlight of my day. Cause, were they just like... Oh, Jared. the <laughs> man had to hold the arm. The man came in, he had a Barilla pasta crew neck hoodie on. Nice. And, a, and there was a matching ball cap that said Barilla on it. And he's like, Barilla's the best pasta. The macaroni's the best pasta. And I was like, okay, so you heard it here, folks. Italians <laughs> approve of the Barilla pasta from the grocery store. So if you want authentic. So don't get any other, yeah. It's the Barilla, right? Yeah. But uh, his wife, she was a little hard at hearing. So when they were picking out glasses, she was between this beautiful purple Tom Ford and this red Tom Ford, right? And she's putting them on and she's like, I really like the red though. I really, the red's nice, but I really like the size of the purple one. It's a little bit heavier. And he's like, well, hon, the purple ones look like they're swallowing you. They're a little bit too big. And she's like, what? What? Like the whole time she's there, she's going, what? To everybody. It was <laughs> killing awesome. me. And then they were like, uh, I was like, and he, last time he was in the optical, he was like, I think I remember you last time I was here. He was like, it was, yeah, I, th I think I remember seeing you. I was like, yeah, I remember seeing you because you had that Cento tomato paste t-shirt on. This dude has just all Italian nice. outfits, right? Welcome back to Screen Time. <laughs> I'm your host, Josh Youngbar, and I have my co-host with me. Claudia. And Jared. And today we are discussing Dune Part 1. Part 1. So, this movie uh, directed by Denny Villeneuve, the last one the until part two comes out in March. Um, it would have been out like would very have been soon. out right around now. Yeah, Sad. So, yeah. Um, so he also uh, was one of the writers on this. this is I think the first thing I I don't remember. I didn't go back and check, but everything we've covered so far, I don't think he was credited as a writer yeah. in any of it. But this, he's credited as a writer. Nice. Along with uh, John Spo Boats and Eric Roth. And then our cinematographer, Greg Frazier, another fantastic cinematographer. He also did The Batman. Oh. Rogue One. Oh. And then the most recent movie that I still want to see but I haven't seen, oh, the, the Creator. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So he's Those got, are all very he's got good. Some, uh, yeah, he's got some visually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So production costs on this, since we've been covering these, mm -hmm. 165 million. Only a little bit more than what uh, Blade Runner was. Yeah, but basically in that same ballpark. All right, and then uh, our synopsis: a noble family becomes embroiled in a war for control over the galaxy's most valuable asset while its heir becomes troubled by visions of a dark future. The spice must fly. Yeah. Actually, they don't say it in this. That must be in the next one. Because they say it in uh, The Spice Must Flow. I don't think they say it in this one, but they do in the original. The original film, yeah. And they must say it maybe in the next one. I don't know. So we've got another huge cast of people. Stacked. <laughs> yep. Yes. Timmy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya... Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, you know, the ugly Skarsgård. The dad, though. He, he was a, dad, he's yeah. important because yeah. he had beautiful sons. Yeah. There so. you go, yeah. Josh Brolin, mm -hmm. Javier Bardem, and Dave Bautista. Crazy. Yes. Crazy cast. Crazy cast. And some are repeats for Denny to work with. Yeah. I was Yeah, I was going to mention that, yeah, with like, yeah, a couple different movies, yeah. yeah. Kind of pull people from all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll start off with overall thoughts on the film. So Jared and I watched this in the movies when it came out. Right. And I, I knew it was a part one. So like I was anticipating like not getting the whole story in this movie, but even so I remember watching this the first time and getting to the end and I was like, what? I got to wait. Mm -hmm 
for the next, you know, the part two, um, it's so good. It's amazing. All of the actors do so well in this. And it's another one of those movies where there's like no deadweight characters at all. Um, and the casting was good, I would say. It was an interesting choice for Timothy Chalamet um, being, um, oh, what is his name? Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because he is so like frail looking. Um, but he's an excellent fighter. So it's kind of, that's the only thing that it's a little weird to me because he's so strong and he's, well, we're not doing spoilers yet, are we? Okay. So it's just, it's a little weird. I love, listen, girlies, I love Timothy Chalamet. Okay. <laughs> he's I'm very cool. high up for you. He's very high up for me. He's is, like. Is he on the, what is, uh, is it three or five list? Whatever they, the, I think that started on Friends where there's like a list of celebrities and if you come up, if you had opportunity it doesn't matter the situation <laughs> right yeah. Yeah, it was I like a three, or, three five. or five yeah, I can't I don't remember. Remember. yeah. yeah. Is, he on, is he on that list he's on that list okay yeah <laughs> he for sure makes it so but you saying that about the character i think i haven't read all the book i'd started it uh but i think it's pretty close to how he's supposed to look though like okay. i think he's supposed to be very like Still a little young, yeah. very young right. and like scrawny. I understand scrawny that he's supposed to be like a boy, yeah. essentially, like coming into manhood sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, it's great. So like, there's there's parts where the casting is awesome, and parts where I'm like, mm. because even in the original, what's his McLaughlin, the actor that plays him, is still Tom a little McLaughlin. bit beefier. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a older too. He's, yeah, and exactly. he's older. So mm-hmm. going from that to to this, I guess without reading the book, I couldn't really accurately speak on which one was the better casting it was just a little different but i i mean man I so love you this so you saw the the yes the old, did you see that before knowing jared no okay that was another one that, that was he, another one i saw yeah, with jared yeah, of course yes. yeah I, I figured but i didn't want to assume um yeah yeah it's just so crazy because like i feel like this movie and blade runner kind of have similar um for me similar childhood memories where it was like something i watched as a kid and were liked as a sci-fi movies but wasn't it wasn't like star wars right like right. star wars i watched over and over and over sure and i feel like this though i did watch a few more times in blade runner the, the old oh really the old dude. i feel like i watched that more a little bit more um more times but um but yeah it's so weird that it kind of has this like same kind of at the same level and the yeah. next memory of like this kind of cool weird sci-fi thing. it's definitely cool <laughs> weird sci-fi that's a good way that i that i watched as a kid mm-hmm. and liked but like again kind of i think more because the age right like you're whatever i was like probably eight or something and then you know and star wars is kind of is a little bit more targeted at that age right sure. <clears throat> but um yeah so it's kind of weird, odd that didn't have the same director back to back to a sequel as one and the other one as a remake. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very similar to Blade Runner. Like even like just really beautifully shot the like crazy ensemble cast. It's like very similar to his last movie. I think with yeah. this one, um, very long too. I think uh, there's a. Uh, the Sambo cast is to do more this one yeah, than, than Blade Runner. Blade Runner is so heavy focused on yeah, um, that is the, true. the lead. And then um, this like Paul doesn't mm-hmm. it shares the screen time a lot more. There's a lot of other scenes that he's not in. Whereas like Blade Runner, there's barely any scenes that, um, yeah, that uh, Joe, right? Joel. <laughs> Joel, that's right. Not Joe. Did I say Joe, Joel. No, no, it's it, Joe. It oh, is Joe. Joe. I just said Joe, like Joy like, said. Yeah, how she yeah. said it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, like, I mean, I always enjoyed the old Doom movie. I think this is just kind of um, better in most ways. And other than it's not the whole story. <laughs> like, and which, so, I mean, to me, like, that's the only thing that's, like, kind of weak about this is, like, the, th- the third act is kind of non-existent because they just have to abruptly stop. So right. they kind of just, so it's kind of weird spot to stop. It's, and it's not, 
it's not like watching the Lord of the Rings where the trilogy was written to be broken up in three parts. Sure. And so you kind of have a natural stopping point where, you know, it makes sense. where it makes sense. Yeah. This, because he's breaking up totally a book. Totally leaves that, me yeah, hanging. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just kind of like odd, like just like a random spot. And then, yeah. So, yeah. I think, I think that is probably the one thing about uh, this movie is the ending. Yeah. There was no real like, good way to end it because it is a part one but i think they did it as best they could with it but yeah there's no i mean yeah where how can you really end it if it's a part one so mm-hmm. uh but yeah i think i even let you know going into the movie i was like because if you i think some people watching it didn't know until a it started yeah and then it's like you got to reframe yourself to think like okay this isn't the whole story right and you're going to enjoy it more if you well, realize it's only half of it. I don't think they marketed that part well. No, they didn't. They did not. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, if you weren't real familiar. No, originally I thought it was the whole movie until, uh, and then like, I think like leading up to it, um, I don't know, I was reading some stuff and they're like, this is half of the first book, basically. I feel like if you didn't catch in the beginning when it says Dune part one at the bottom, you didn't have yeah. any idea. Yeah. Uh, but you do get to a point in the movie where it's been going on for very long and you're like, this story doesn't seem like it's yeah. wrapping up. Mm-hmm. And you kind of come to that realization that you're going to get left hanging a little bit at the yeah. end. Yeah. How, so what is this now for you guys? How many times seeing this movie? For me, it was just a second. I, I watched it okay. just the one time when it, I didn't get to go see it in the theater. Um, I... You, was going to with you guys. Remember? We know if we yeah. talked about it on the podcast, but um, yeah, I think we did. Yeah. But I ended up just having to watch because it was a simultaneous release on HBO mm-hmm. or HBO max, whatever it was called at the time. Um, and so I just watched it at home, you know, um, which is still pretty decent. With my, oh yeah. With the setup I have. Yeah. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. if you have, you have a good TV. Yeah. And yeah. Good sound. If you got it, flaunt it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. How many? So for you then, Claudia. How I think many this times? is the third. Third, okay. Because we watched it again at home after we saw it in the movies, and then right. this would be the third time. Okay. Unless you've seen it like on your own when I'm at work at some point extra. Yeah, I want to say four or five now for me, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. it does. <laughs> well, it's like, especially now. Like this is, especially for me specifically, this is like a very exciting time for like, like actual real sci-fi and like what we talked about, kind of the beginnings of sci-fi, like we're getting all this finally. Mm-hmm. And in like the three we always talk about, right? So Dune, Foundation, um, well, stuff that was originally in well, yeah, and I would novels, say, yeah. and I would say the book for Blade Runner, Do Android Stream of Electric Sheep, because it's. I almost said memes because you always say that and I'm like, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. (laughs) But it's so cool that we're getting like all of this now and like, and all of it, like, especially even with this movie, like this book obviously heavily influenced even Star Wars with like the voice, right? Like that's basically, he's using the force, right? I think that's how. Desert planet. Desert planet too. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things I feel like I'm sure, you know, he pulled from, from this and. Same way, because this was very shortly after uh, all the foundations, the Asimov stuff. So I'm sure even there's a little bit from that, but it's like, it's yeah, so I cool feel, that we I get f- all that. I now. feel like when I've heard some people that know the Asimov stuff really well, they mention even it influencing Dune. Mm-hmm. And um, oh yeah, I'm drawing a blank. What's the, besides Star Wars, or something else? What, there's another thing that was. Of sci fi? Yeah. That infl- I, I, I mean, Blade. Run- I mean, uh, what, what else besides Blade Runner? I feel like there was something else that's pretty big that I'm forgetting. That, but anyway, it doesn't doesn't. I mean, a- not Alien. A po- not a podcast about yeah. the Foundation, so we're good. yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. It could yeah. turn that way really quickly with yeah. you both. Though. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, so I like, I like we're getting all that now, and it's it's just cool we got stuff for now, like because. We talk about like Tolkien is like the godfather of fantasy and Asimov is the godfather of sci-fi and basically literally everything we've gotten has all been influenced by that. Yeah. So, and it's just cool we're getting like very good versions of this because the original Dune movie, 
it's <laughs> it was cool while, while we had it but like yeah. it's so weird yeah and and dune's a weird book too and even as the books go on i've i've not read them but i've heard they get even weirder uh but like the way he, uh well because it's david lynch also so of course he's gonna make yeah. it really weird yeah. but like it, it's so it's just the way denny did this is he did it obviously in a very mm. better way <laughs> but um yeah it's just exciting now yeah and we got a couple more months to finally get the end of the second book but I, I i do i do love this movie um it's tough like even this is very high up with like just talking about his movies like these past two like yeah blade runner and this is like they're very close for me yeah i i definitely yeah very excited to uh see the part two gotta wait till march but yep Boo. yeah again though the cast for that it looks even more stacked it's insane for part two have you seen who else in it? I actually haven't looked to see who knew, like, they added after. I mean, obviously, some people died in this. But. Right, but um, Christopher Walken. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> you didn't know that? I don't think I knew that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll pull it up later to say, because yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember everyone's name. It's the. It's okay. Uh, Christopher Walken was a good enough. Oh, I know. Like, and there's rumors that even Kyle McLaughlin, they have not confirmed that, but that would be really cool if he showed up as something. Yeah. Just um, as like an Easter egg. Yeah. yeah like that would be awesome. Yeah. I think that'd be cool to do, but. Yeah. Damn cool. fine cup of coffee. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do a Twin Peaks podcast. Oh. <laughs> hey, we that could, would be awesome. I never watched the uh, the, the later stuff. The Return? The, the return. Me yeah, neither. Oh yeah. You didn't either. Mm-mm. It was awesome. Um, all right, so let's get into spoilers and start talking about uh, just the overall uh, plot and story first, and then we'll. So any, I will. I was just the one thing that stood out to me after we're talking about last week with Blade Runner and being like a um, hero's journey that like, but the misdirect, right? Like you, you right. think it is. Yeah, this one is. The hero's journey, like it is straight up. Yes, <laughs> straight up. Yep, correct. There's no like, like, like I mean, but that's because the book and it wasn't such as a trope mm-hmm. when the book was written, and so you kind of and you got to stick to the source material. So you, yeah, and I mean, I so again, if, I haven't read the book, but like it's not. I I'm, I imagine they didn't really veer very far off in the book at all. Well, it seems pretty faithful, a, right? The main element like that, yeah. you're not going to change, right? Um, but uh, so, but I think it, so it doesn't even it just. I would say like it just leans into it right 100% doesn't uh do you feel like how Blade Runner was following a previous story that you felt like there should have been more creative freedom on Villeneuve's part with Dune as well like you felt um, with Blade Runner or did you feel like he kind of no I don't I don't think I, I don't think I felt that from this cool um <clears throat> no no it was that one was just like there was um but i feel like that was a, they had the freedom of they had to make something that didn't exist right like they were making a sequel this is like they're basing off a of source material so they sure um so i think it was a little different i think they are uh yeah there was i think it was pretty well crafted story wise like i said the the challenge with this, we kind of alluded to the third act kind of is weak just because it, it's really not the third act because it's somewhere in the middle of the book. Sure. And then, <laughs> so it's, it's not, uh, it's not supposed to be the finale. And so then it, you know, they kind of lands flat as far as this movie standing on its own. Right. And cause I mean, at least until it was released, if they had made agreements ahead of time, they didn't tell anybody because it wasn't until after the film was out for a couple of weeks that they announced that they were green lighting the sequel or the part two. I remember so, that. I mean, that was real risky to end it this way. If you really didn't know for sure if it was happening or not. That's why I feel like, like I feel like it was always planned, but that was really annoying because I remember even interviews leading up to this movie, Denny would be like, yeah, we were just waiting to see how this one does to see if we yeah. do our, and I'm like, yeah, what? And and it's like and I think maybe it's because which is also unfortunate we talked about this on the last pod is Blade Runner twenty forty nine didn't make 
as much money as probably they were predicting. And so I guess the Warner Brothers, is it Warner Brothers for this, I, I believe? Can't remember. I'm not sure. But uh, whoever is uh, financing sense. it. Yeah. Makes sense because it's on HBO. Max That's true. And stuff, yeah. Like they would maybe be worried that it's not going to, but I think, I think it did way better than Blade Runner, didn't it? This, yeah, this film. Yeah, did, I thought yeah, so, from yeah. From a box office, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, any other thoughts just on overall story and We're plot? still no. No, 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 spoilers. no, we're spoilers now. We're oh, okay, doing spoilers. We're, so, yeah, yeah. I was just like... Overall, specific. before we get into specific... Well, you can get specifics of the story now. I just... Okay. I have to say, this being the third time I've seen it, the first two times I watched this movie... I never felt the length of the movie. Like, it didn't feel like it was long. But this third time watching it, maybe just because I've seen it three times, I remember, like, I was like, I feel like I've been sitting watching this forever. Oh. Okay. You were very tired, though. I think that was why. And that's probably playing yeah. into it. <laughs> but I was just like, my gosh, I feel like I've been on this couch watching this movie yeah, for but ages. Like, but remember when we were going out of the theater, first time seeing it, now, of course, you know me, like, just like with Blade Runner, I was like, I wish this movie was even longer. Yes. But I, you even were like, man, that was like three hours almost? Or yeah. no, no, wait, I remember, this one's two and a half, Blade yeah. Runner's longer. I remember yeah, it's just a show. Yeah. it didn't feel like it was that yeah. long the first time seeing it, yes. Yeah. This time was different. Yeah, two hours and 35 minutes. Yeah, this one's two and a half. That's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I just had to say that. Yeah. It could I mean, be that I, I was just tired. Yeah, because I don't, I mean seeing it five times or whatever however many now like this is just like blade runner i think just as strong where there is no I, you're you're never bored at least i'm not in no, this movie yeah and i don't think it drags in any way and again minus just like the ending because like i said i think they did the, as best they could but mm-hmm. you know minus just the ending and it's as its own because it's a part one yeah i think the whole thing is very strong it makes yeah. sense that through. it stops there because they're going from the mm-hmm. highborn life to the desert life so mm-hmm. like it, you're yeah you're right that's a good you're stopping doing, point it's a good stopping point yeah. before you get too involved in what the yeah yeah um no, i mean yeah i don't i think it's the fremen. probably where you the should fremen, stop yes you yeah know? Yeah, mm-hmm. just it was just really abrupt. And I didn't like it. I, I I do wonder. I bet the this next one's gonna be even longer because I feel like there's a ton more that like that they, they need to, to do. But according, I was because I was trying to look up a, a few things and some people are claiming it's two thirds of the book. This movie. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, that gets more than half. Oh, of like okay, the story. Maybe not but then. that doesn't mean they could still they yeah. don't flesh it out or 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 give spot give that third. The, the last third of the book, you know, using more of it because I'm sure even in the two thirds, there's still a lot of stuff they cut to make a two and a half hour movie. Right. Because <clears throat> it's a long book. Yeah, it is. A thick one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would just say like, certainly like again, in that third act, a couple of things, like the, the whole s- sandstorm thing where they're like flying the thing and like it's kind of goofy trusting uh, the yeah it's just a little it's a little and little and, and then the um and then also them being in the tent in the scene where and then he kind of like freaks out on his mom like <laughs> like it's just there's just like some weird stuff in there that like just doesn't work as it's again it's not as strong as some of the rest of the stuff and mm-hmm. it's just, uh, to me somebody even feels like I don't know how to say filler, but like stuff that they just try to put in there to kind of give it a third act that doesn't, but even though it doesn't have one, right? Like, cause it's like, we got to stop the story here cause we don't want to go past this cause this is what needs to be in part two. So mm-hmm. let's, but then like we wouldn't need to feel like there's stuff that happens a little bit after the, you know, does that make sense? Like yeah. it's kind of no, that makes sense. writing again. It's not boring. It's just, yeah. it's just that best. None of that stuff is as strong. Mm-hmm. Um, even the, the fight scene like kind of at the end where he, he fights the guy and he and he beats him mm-hmm. but like just just weird that the guy was like that like oh we gotta fight you're not coming in oh yeah. it's <laughs> and the other and then it's the guy, part of the story though yeah like I, he he invokes uh i can't say the word because it's something really weird that uh, i can't remember like it's a yeah he has to do fight it to the death yeah mm-hmm. yeah no i know i'm just it just just and i think they just wanted some, like a final Battle it's not gonna fight. be a huge yeah, yeah. or just yeah. a final battle in general at the end of the movie yeah which makes sense but i i think i think we should just bring it up now about timothy chalamet like because the scene you were talking about like i think he's a great actor 
Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like in that scene, mm-hmm. I like you said, I can't take him seriously. Yeah. yeah. Like he still sounds like, and he is supposed to be like a boy still. Yeah. 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 But, but it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's just like a whiny little kid yeah. in that scene. And yeah. But in other scenes though, like I think he's he awesome great. in yeah. this movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? No, so all, it's, all in all, I think he does great. Yeah. It's just um, like the, uh, the Gamjabar scene. Uh, oh yeah he's very good i was gonna scene. say that his acting is amazing yeah. in that scene um, which is what do you mean by that that's the emotion. where she holds the needle to yes. the box. okay in the, yes, box. the box yeah okay she called that's what she calls the needle okay mm-hmm. uh and yeah it's when he first meets yeah. the I, I that it's so funny that that's one of the scenes that sticks out always remembered from the, the old, original, old original mm-hmm. movie too yeah it's just a, a interesting some slight uh Sometimes his mom looks at him a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. You're like, hold on. (laughs) You're agreeing with me now on this? I agree with you. Because last time we watched this movie, I brought this up to you and you were like, nah. And I was like, no, but when they're dressing into their suits in the desert and she looks back at him like this, I'm like, "Mm, he's getting a little face. That's the scene I pointed out (laughs) immediately. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm like, it is weird. It's a a little. You're right. A little weird. Okay, but I'm glad you're coming around. She's also yeah. just she's just a concubine, right? Right. She's not even a wife. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I should have married you. Uh, <laughs> what a good line, dude. Freaking a. Um. Yeah. Never heard that one before. <laughs> I should have married you. Well, hey, then marry maybe, me, bro. Maybe maybe on Arrakis, that's like a top tier line. You know, you yeah. don't know. You don't know. I mean, you know, Whatever. King King Solomon, you know, had tons of, <laughs> yeah. So he's, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. So what are some other scenes? Is it like just? I mean, no, I just kind of started there because that's the kind of stuff that was like weaker. Um. Yeah, I, that's the only thing. Dude, you let's talk about that little black pet that has hands. For legs oh, and dude. a wagon sticking out. That thing's so gross. Gross, dude. <laughs> Ew. It's so gross, but I love it also because it's so unique and yeah. weird. Ugh. Like I don't know how they came yeah, up with it. They're like, oh, it can't understand it can't your understand language. Me. Get out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no purpose other than that. And then the camera pans her. <laughs> it understands. Yeah. So, but it's just like no purpose other than just to be gross and that's it yeah, yeah like it, yeah. it's butt is weird yeah. i don't like it it's kinda all, all the scenes on giddy prime are like some of my favorites like i it's just a really cool but i mean I, i'll have i'll point out some stuff like later on okay. in my notes but yeah like all that stuff is just awesome i was gonna mention uh we get he, he still managed to get his uh rain scenes in oh yeah <laughs> Gotta have him at this point. At this point, I think he's just like, yeah, let's make it rain. (laughs) You know what this needs? Storm. (laughs) I know. And everyone, it's like probably like you mentioned, like it's always the same crew and they're at this point, they're like, they're like, all right, again. (laughs) Again with the rain. Okay, Denny. Come on, Denny. Okay, Denny. (laughs) Okay. I mean, at least a different DP this time. Yeah. um, Yeah, I just, like now, again, it's just, Ever since we talked about it in prisoners, it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess Sicario didn't have any rain. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it had any rain. Yeah, it was very, very dry, dry. desert. Yeah. But this, this whole movie is in a also desert, dry planet, right. pretty much. But then they managed to like, well, if we go somewhere else, oh, yeah. let's make it rain. He's just an extreme weather person. <laughs> it's either extremely dry or it's extremely wet yeah. in the yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. It's about... Uh, characters and the performances who uh who stands out that you uh i know we kind of talked a little bit about timothy his mom what's her name she's excellent yes i mean she can cry let me tell you because she cries like half of this movie um i have her down as one of the best very mm-hmm. very good in this movie yeah. her acting yes yeah. it's also in, just interesting to see her like back to back to back recently because like then she was in silo oh man in silo which was amazing in, but like different yeah, yeah and, very then, different. and then also in um mission impossible mm-hmm. there was one of yeah. that like, oh she's that's rich. right she's yeah. good and she yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a side note mission impossible she can't close one eye to look through a 
scope on a gun, the actress. So they gave her a patch, like an eye patch mm-hmm. for that reason. Whoa, really? Yeah. I don't wow. know where I heard, they were talking. Maybe been talking about a podcast something I was listening to. How it's, interesting! Yeah, but like in Mission Impossible, the most recent, she's like in a like with a long gun, like sure. like, like a sniper, sniper guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's looking through a scope, and she has a patch on randomly, and you, you just assume no big deal, right? Like because it's like time has passed since she was in the other movie, so it's like, mm-hmm. and you know, you don't think anything of it. But then someone's talking. She's incapable of winking. <laughs> yeah, like like or yeah, closing, closing one, one eye. eye to, yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is great. Yep, <clears throat> but talented actress. <laughs> yeah, she's very. Yeah, she's yeah, she's very good. Yeah. Um, what's yeah? What's say your favorite? I don't know. But I was just like, but Batista didn't have a lot to do in this, right? Mm-hmm. I think we'll but see th- him more in the next one. Yeah, maybe. And Hopefully. then I think also it's one of those things where, you know, you worked with him before, and you're like, you know, who would be good in this role, even though there's not a lot to it. Yeah. And then you reach out to him, and he's like, yeah, man, yeah, sure, of course, yeah. Um. Um, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Great. He does a great. He's As so gross Baron. and he's yes. great at it. It's perfect. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I mean, even Oscar Isaac. Oh, yeah. I think, it, I mean, he's, he's doing good some at playing good those noble. Yeah. Types. Yes, he is. He's good. Yep. He's the guy with the the uh, the smart guy with the eyes that go up and uh, calculates the things. The memes, yeah. dude, with that guy. Oh, no. I know you're talking about. I forget his name, but yeah, yeah he's, yeah. He was in Devs. Yeah. He was very good in devs too. Of course, Momoa. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like Momoa just does Momoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same. I have a big note about him that I'm going <laughs> to talk about oh, later. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just looks weird without a beard. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't do it for me. Immediately yeah. not attractive to me anymore. Yeah. And my, that's so crazy. My other, I would say, best performance, I also just think he's amazing everything is javier bardem oh, as, as stillgar yes i, I don't know how i he's forgot so about good that but i love so javier bardem he's amazing yeah. yeah he is normally it's such a subtle and, and very small part yep. in this i'm sure he's in gonna be in the second one a lot oh more, yeah probably a lot more yeah but just yeah that is very the, honorable the speed the, like, the spit and the like yeah the spit. yeah <laughs> yeah it's great yeah um but yeah uh i mean honestly it probably rebecca ferguson like you said i think mm-hmm. i think she but again, she had a lot to do, and she, you know, delivered all the time. Yeah. Which, yeah, um, not everyone, you know, again, like not not everyone had as much screen time as she did. And Josh Brolin, awesome, just uh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He's always great. Just yeah. being very poetic, which that's his name's Gurney the poet, which is cool. So mm-hmm. he, it's awesome that he, you know, he says all these lines that are yeah, you know, just in these random scenarios. Yeah. Um. All right. So cinematography and visuals man yeah there's some pretty stuff in this movie yes like, there is he's just really good at yeah. making pr- pretty scenes mm-hmm. yeah um a couple of things I know, like just one they really that first time you see the mining machine get swallowed up oh, yeah like that man. whole that was that process that scene and I think just yeah it was really really cool very just the scale being able to show the, the the size of the machine like the build up to it right like mm-hmm. you you they finally are on the ground you see the size of that machine mm-hmm. and then they're like kind of just as they're getting away and the worm comes up and like it's like oh it's no swallowed. big deal swallows this thing that was yeah. massive to the people it kind of has a very like visual storytelling there yeah. yeah they did very well showing the scale of the worm in that scene and of course obviously later when they're like standing in front of it oh, too. That was awesome. Yeah. That's another great shot. I was hoping we would get a shot like that when I was watching it. I was like, I want to see this worm like out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was awesome. Did not disappoint. Yeah. This is another movie that's like Blade Runner. It's like, you can't really point out like, uh, there's just so many. What? And it's, it's some of it speaks to like the art direction and you know, the, um, set design all those things as well i mean mm-hmm. obviously i shouldn't say obviously but most likely you know the shots are planned out ahead of time storyboarded right so then they're like okay now we need you to create this you know and they create it and then they film it but but then you know they need to do it to then be like yes we can just let the camera be here and be wide and see this pretty stuff 
Um, but I think they did a good job of it. Um, and the same, I mean, Blade Runner does the same thing where there's a lot, there's not, there's, it's a lot of like wide open shots of these beautiful landscapes and sci-fi worlds. And then, but then there's also lots of close and intimate things with that keep you grounded with the, what's going on with the people. Right. And I think it balances well on both movies. They do a good job balancing yeah, them. I agree. Yeah. There's um, a, there's a, a lot of, I have a note about this, just how there's so many different, uh, locations in this movie. And I want to say they, they did a lot of on location, right? Just like we were talking about with Blade Runner as well, right? Like it's very, um, very practical, right? I know especially all the desert stuff, but I, I imagine even on some of the other planets too, like they did a lot of filming, you know? So as opposed to just green screen, everything, you know? So like, cause everything, everywhere we go in this movie, it, it seems very real, you know? Yeah. No, the, I was going to say that some of the way like some of the lighting was kind of poking through and inside the um, lack of a word, their home on the, de- on the, on Arrakis. It reminded me of the, um, the guy created in Blade Runner, the guy is creating the, the machines or the, the mm-hmm. and like had similar, like, you know, I remember I was talking about the lighting and that, but like, it um had similar feel like there's yeah. like there's like there's like slats of light coming through and, yeah um i i have a couple shots because i was trying to at least narrow it down a little bit okay. as far as yeah, yeah um one of them is when you first see the actually this is probably the first rain shot actually <laughs> when you first see the bene Gesserits arrive yep. and yep. they come down the ship mm-hmm actually and when they're leaving as well the lighting in that specifically and just that shot and so like i would it's 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 so cool specifically the light because it's actually like weird i don't know how exactly where they put all the the direction of the lighting in that because it seemed very i don't know it was very it was very cool for that scene in particular yeah it is cool like insane um it's funny though because when i when I see something like that, not that it does it, it, it looks cool, but like I sit there and I see that and I'm like, Oh, everything's black beyond what you can see. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's easy to do on a soundstage. <laughs> like you just, you yeah. Know, and like, that, that part might be on a soundstage. It, it probably yeah. was. And it, it's like real easy to do. Cause it's like, if you light something, so you can't see past just the little area, you know, you don't even know it's supposed to be like, Oh, they're landing in this big open space, mm-hmm. but like you can't see it cause it's dark. It doesn't have to be a big open space. Yeah. So anyway, and then you add rain to even. Yep, <laughs> gotta get the rain in there. Hide the, <laughs> but it's it doesn't diminish. It. No, it's cool. I, it don't. It's just yeah, and and the, the the design of the ship, and obviously like, uh, which I know we don't really mention much, but in this movie especially, shout out to the costume design because like especially with the Ben and Jezreus, they just look awesome. Yeah. Their uh, their whole outfit and everything, and uh, yeah, but all the costumes really honestly are great in this well, and then and even the the i guess you call it set designer mm-hmm. um you know things like i mean the some of the early ships that they're moving around like there's more spherical looking things i was like oh, yep. it kind of reminds me a little of arrival like right they're like these like, yeah. vertical things it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just like have a weird and don't look like they should be flying but they are right, but they are and yeah. for whatever reason yeah <laughs> don't know the mechanics of it um and then of course the helicopter bug like ornithopters dragonflies like yeah but um what are they called ornithopters ornithopters that's right um those are like freaking cool looking like uh, it reminded me of uh had a kind of feel of like some of the gi joe like kind of stuff i used to there's some stuff that was a little different like that but yeah i'm like man if i I would play with a Oh, Boy, definitely. This, like, me too. Kid, like, oh, yeah. For sure. Like, I had I had a note about that because I want to know specifically, and maybe there's a behind the scenes about it. Like, how did they make those look so real? They look very real. They do. You know, mm-hmm. with the with the uh, wings and everything. When they seem like they would work. Yeah, right. you're like, yeah, it's Absolutely. crazy. You're like, this should work, right? Yeah, yeah. we I mean, could make this. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. How, how we made these? How yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Um. 
one of the notes I had on the visuals just I think there was which is not like unless you're really shooting in the sun, right? Which some of it probably was. They probably shot real stuff in the desert, but then I'm sure mm-hmm. some of it wasn't. Um, but I think none of it does, like anything that's outside at the desert feels like it. You can feel the weight of the heat and the oh, yeah. brightness of that sun. Like they do a good job of conveying that at any point and never feels fake. No. Um, which, you know, is testament to the DP cinematographer and mm-hmm. the lighting crew, the gaffers. Yep. And also, <laughs> we'll always just keep shouting out Denny Villeneuve because <laughs> he seems very involved in a lot of this, mm-hmm. obviously, at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because like we talk about, there's a there's a connection with all of his movies, yep. even though he's getting different people involved. Yeah. Like you said, there's probably a lot of them. It is the same crew, right? Like you mentioned, but... yeah. Still though, he's he's working with different people and still has a sure. cohesion. Some, some of them change, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, last little tidbit that I came across, and I was reading some stuff around the movie with the cinematographer. Um, interesting. They shot this movie digitally. This might be in the trivia, but I, it's it's fascinating to the. I don't know. Um, they shot this movie digitally. Okay. Then printed it to film, and then scanned the film. For what? For what reason? Like a specific feel to to get the feel they wanted. Because they wow. So they went and did a bunch of tests with cameras. Before you know when they were planning for the movie, and just went to the desert and near in Los Angeles or whatever, and like somewhere in California, they went to a desert there, and just took a bunch of cameras film cameras, digital cameras, and, and then watched them back in a, in a theater somewhere. And basically it was the DP and Denny and, and he, um, said that like the, the, the film, the, the film stuff would like look good, but like, but not what he wanted. And then like all the digital stuff looked too. So then, then the cinematographer was like, well, I've been playing with this idea. Why do I keep, I keep blanking on his name. That's why I'm like, cause I don't want to see him. Craig Frazier, yeah. So Craig Frazier said, I've been playing this idea. And so they did some tests with this. And they basically used a um, Ari Alexa to um, film it. And then they then they do some grading to it, basic grading. Then they print it to film. And then they scan that film in like, it was, like they do when they shoot stuff on film. And then did the post on it. Okay, which is good because then... You're back in the digital realm, which makes so, it way easier for yeah. So then you do doing all everything the work. afterwards, right? Yeah. Right. And I was gonna say if they had it on film and then kept it there, it'd be a nightmare. So anyway, just a, a just awesome. interesting and yeah. concept and way to do it. So I, yeah, and of course gives it a distinct look that still feels film like mm-hmm. more so than some. Because if you would have asked me, it just I would have said, oh, they probably shot on film because it kind of has. Yeah, doesn't look like it was shot digitally, but but then at the same time, shooting it digitally allowed them to do to still get some cleaner looks that they wanted. So anyway, and and that camera you mentioned specifically, I want to know is that like top of the line? Would that be like the best choice? It's one of the most common. Okay, used as a, yeah, if you're gonna use a digital camera, it's kind of what the um, Ari um, cameras are kind of just considered the the standard there i mean there are other ones like some shoot still in red not as much there's there's some sony cameras that they use but yeah but the ari camera is kind of like the one that's the one now okay all right Uh, i have uh, just a couple more shots i wanted to mention um gotta shout out the sodacar chant scene because it's one of my favorite scenes and Claudia loses it every time yeah. during that scene. But I love it. Not only for the chanting, but the scene itself is just so crazy. It's wild. Like they just it's have thousands blood. of people just hung upside down and it's just all collecting into a pool of blood. Um, Sick. It's yeah. so metal. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I and also we just, Claudia and I, after watching that movie, it's just... There were so many memes of the guy at the top. So many memes. And it's so good because, mm-hmm. yeah. I and I actually, the, just how they, if we want to talk about uh, mentioning like sound design also, 
crazy how they got that sound oh man i don't know it's it's i would awesome. love to know me too because if we could find that sound i would play around with it all day <laughs> yeah, for sure too. yeah it's awesome <laughs> uh and then the uh, the other one that i'm like this is a very maybe this was specifically villeneuve and not the dp but uh it's near the end well kind of close to the end when uh paul and jessica are out in the desert and they run up that um sand dune to see the aftermath of the battle yeah it's like daybreak like it's like sun's about to come up Mm -hmm. and there's all the smoke that was again i I would think it's like probably one of the best looking shots in the movie do you remember what i'm talking about yeah Yeah. no i definitely remember yeah yeah that was a good one because that's another one like sicario that's like yeah very specific time mm-hmm. you don't have much time to do that <laughs> yeah they might have faked it on that oh really you think so maybe okay because it's because it's, it's well they fooled me then well because it's, it was it's just kind of more behind because it's like everything it's just kind of starting to come up behind all that stuff and right most likely everything other than the sand they're standing on everything and the people that's, that's, true, that's probably well. just uh put in digitally okay wasn't probably back there really so then they probably just yeah but nice still looks good but i'm just yeah it does yeah <clears throat> um so that's it for scenes mm-hmm. and uh music okay take well, it away jared <laughs> well before i do that uh this is crazy so i looked up i don't know if you saw any of this josh this one for a lot of stuff this movie oh right okay yes which is awesome i'm glad yeah. it did uh, it uh, the awards it won were for sound, visual effects, production design, score, and editing. Wow! Yeah, which is Sweat. insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is all very yeah. well deserved for this. Uh, I always forget to look that stuff up. Well, I just I I always check because yeah. well, no, especially because no, yeah. when we do film banter, I always like to check. But it's hard because sometimes the way they break it down, IMDb, I hate because. It'll show, it'll be like, oh yeah, it won all these awards, but no, it's not for like Academy Awards, like for some weird thing that I'm like, okay, does that count? You know what I, I mean? mean? For some people it does. Yeah. But it's like something you've never heard of. Right. Like it's not, some random. It's not the common stuff that you. Yeah. So yeah. I always like to check and make sure like, okay, this is actual Academy Awards. Yeah. And yeah. So this, this one awesome. for all of that, which is great. But uh, yeah. Music. Uh, well, we mentioned last time about Hans Zimmer and yeah. then we actually I think we even mentioned from last pod how different his score is for this yeah. movie very unique yeah. um I have a trivia about Hans Zimmer on this movie. do you okay mm-hmm. cool I do know that he like Denny didn't even really have to ask him like he loves he loves Dune so much Hans mm-hmm. Zimmer does which is awesome so he was like in from the beginning he nice. got an offer for something else at the same time though Ooh. So we'll talk about. I think I remember seeing. Yeah, that. I think I do. I remember hearing that. I'm too. trying to remember and what he was movie like, it was. No, I'm going to do Dune. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I it's think like, it was it for one of Christopher Nolan's movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was for Tenet. Yes. Yeah. That's it was right. For Tenet. Yeah, because then um, Ludwig, uh, what's his name, yeah. that did Mandalorian, yeah. he did it. Which, man, the Tenet Still, score yes. is awesome. And Denny Villeneuve also had another offer besides Dune at the same time to direct a different movie at the same time. Oh, I didn't know that one. Didn't know that. All right. Cool. Um, but yeah, so he he's yeah. yeah. Hans Zimmer like this is one of his favorite. He says one of his favorite books. Well, I love one of the thing. Well, one of the things I notice in the score mm-hmm. is well how he uses the rhythm of the like the um, the sand thumper things or whatever mm-hmm. like they call it. Like that same yeah. rhythm. Whole, I could it, listen to that all day. I just love the that, sound the, that yeah, it me makes. Too. Yes, I just love that, it. Like that, but he uses that same like kind of sound and rhythm, yeah. and a lot of that, which I mean makes sense. But it, and it's funny because they that I feel like for the moment I heard it and it it was like this is the same they did it in the previous Doom movie, at least the same rhythm and similar sound because it didn't. Oh, I don't it's, remember that. It's to me it like it sounded the same as what I remember. Now I didn't go That's back cool. and watch it because I haven't watched the old Doom movie for in years. Yeah, but um. I don't know about you, because you guys at least watched it sometime in the last so many years. I don't remember yeah. that sound. But it. like, like to me, like it was there was something you know, like it it sounded right, 
mm-hmm. which me- to me like anyway it means that they must have kept the rhythm and everything the same yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah so uh, anyway i just but i also just love the way he incorporates it into yeah, his, me too. his score yeah <clears throat> yeah it's it's um yeah i was gonna mention there there's a lot of uh percussion in general in this um they he even actually uh i was trying to look into this a little bit he even him and his whole team like created like random instruments even that like no one's made before for this to get because there's a lot of crazy sounds in this that like they basically had to make specific instruments for and also i love i know claudia like singing along with it which makes me laugh but i do love i do love all the vocals in this. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah and what's cool is they also all that is a, a made-up language that they made for the like. It doesn't have to do with the actual Dune lore. They actually made it. Uh, just everyone for working with the school, yeah, yeah, just to give them something to sing. That sound. yeah, I do like that too because it, it definitely it's very different. And it it's very different, but it also fits with the like kind of the for Arrakis the, especially. Yeah, well, it fits the themes of like also very like spiritual, like yeah hey we're you know this is the chosen one blah 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 and you know kind of yeah that, that's that a good stuff. point yeah i think it it fits that well mm-hmm. yeah but yeah I, I mean i i love this score too yeah that's yeah, good, good sure. another good one that i need to add to my yeah yeah definitely uh, my list of yeah fit, though it doesn't fit as well because i have um so did you add Blade Runner? Now? I did add Blade Runner too, but that's because it fits. It fits great because it's such sense stuff that I. And it's I way have, more atmospheric. I have uh, a bunch of the like Loki stuff on there from the oh nice. Loki and the and the and there, which is also kind of yeah, they uh, blend well together. <laughs> I always forget her name. She's yeah. the yeah the composer for that. She is awesome. Natalie something. That sounds right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome music in that. <clears throat> Yeah, and then I only I I really only have like two more notes, but that's it on the music. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, I mean I've got a couple of random cool notes, but then yeah, so any thoughts about themes and messaging, any like overall themes and messaging from Well, I can do my one right now that yeah. the way the movie starts. Dreams are messages from the deep. Okay. It's so I love the way they do it because it's also the same crazy sound, but it shows up even before the. Yeah, I want to say it. It is Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. It shows up after. I mean, it shows up before. In yeah, the, which in is the, awesome. I remember even so, in the it's theaters. So random. Like, it <laughs> is, and I remember in the theaters, especially in Dolby Atmos. It was like holy crap! It was yeah. so cool. But, um, yeah, I like that. And it's interesting because, like, again, thinking of now, Danny. Well, enemy had something similar, right? It was like that, just random like message yeah. quote at the very beginning. That, that's right. That like you don't really necessarily know what it's until you you know until you're like finished the movie and then you forget that you even saw it. Maybe I, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah, I have a couple of quotes I just wrote down. I liked that things like uh, I think several of them were um, Isaac uh, Oscar Isaac's character and then, yeah, but uh. Yeah, a lot of wisdom. No, when he's like, "There's no yeah. call, we do not answer. There's no faith that we betray." When mm-hmm. they, when they, I lo- love that line. Yeah, and then, and then, uh, actually, this was what uh, um, Momoa's character says: "Dreams make good stories, but everything important happens when we are awake." Mm-hmm. I was going to mention that. That one's good. Yeah, that's a really good one. And then, a great man doesn't seek to lead; he's called to it. And that was again Oscar Isaac saying to his son, right? Yeah, I really liked that. Let's just highlight that scene for a second because yeah. I really liked in a lot of movies where there is a powerful father and a son that needs to eventually step into that role. The son feels a lot of pressure from their father, and it's not the case with this story because when Paul's like having doubts about mm-hmm. if he even wants to be, uh, you know, the next in line to do what his father does, he tells him, "If you don't answer that call." You'll still be the only thing I've ever expected of you to be, and that's my son. Yeah, and that's like, I mean, that's what a great, perfect father. What a great I know. bond that was the other. Have. That was the other uh, quote I was going to mention. Is that one? Yeah. Yes, about yeah. him still being his son. If you yeah. know, if he doesn't like, do anything yeah, else, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's like perfect like it's the so right good. thing to say it is, it the is. Right thing to say. <laughs> it is. so hard to do uh, in reality in the yeah. moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other one i have is mm-hmm. 
to shower, you scrub your ass with sand. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Bad word. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, yeah, when he's talking. With the, um, was it, it, was, it was Gurney, right? Gurney, Gurney and, Gurney and, and um, us, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Isaac. And then when they first get to the planet. Yes. And, what did they say about this planet, he says? <laughs> oh, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. They say yeah. the shower. <laughs> yeah. You scrub. Yeah, yeah correct. Oh yeah, I love it. So um, the only thing I was going to mention about the, I think the message. Oh, the thing. themes. Yeah, sorry, I wouldn't get no, back no, to no, that. No, no, no. That's fun. It was, I, besides, like obviously the hero's journey. The other thing I thought was interesting, and it has to be intentional, but probably isn't in the book. I don't know, because we obviously haven't read the book. You read some of it, right? Yeah, not much. But all the native people to, um. Arrakis are dark complexion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then it it kind of gives that uh, whole like, you know, the white people coming in and, and taking over the land. And, and Colonizers. Yeah, yep. yeah. It definitely has that connotation to that. And um, I don't, you know, I, I assume that's intentional, at least on, you know, Denny's yeah. part of like mm-hmm. the way they cast that. Yeah. Um, now, maybe that's there in the i don't know in the book or not mm-hmm. um but i would assume i think it is because yeah. if you're in a climate where it's sunny constantly yes. you're gonna have dark-skinned people like not in star wars well <laughs> <laughs> true maybe the sun doesn't work the same true, in space. Yeah. i don't know other planets other you don't, stars yeah, other planets. Yeah. yeah just like know. pickup lines work different in iraq oh right exactly <laughs> that's right they do yes yeah <laughs> It's flattering to be told I should have married you. Yep. That's like number one. <clears throat> oh, well, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway, just, that was just something I noticed that uh, I, think, yeah. I think is, is deliberate. Kind of there. Yeah. 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 But also Admiral that he was coming in and, and wanting to like, yeah, he like he kind of adopt f- their... free them and, and help work with them and, and make yeah, he wasn't trying to take over and not try to take over. He's not changing them. He's he's wanting yeah. to adapt to their yeah. lifestyle and be like, hey, I know this has been terrible for you guys, but mm-hmm. yeah, try to make this as much better situation. Yeah, of course he didn't really get the chance to do that, but no, that's all right. Paul will fix it all. That's <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Trivia. Oh wait, I got oh, one, la- one last thing. And oh then yeah, we'll sorry. Be, sorry. And then we'll be good. Oh. It's 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 the one I was mentioning. Oh. So Duncan Idaho, which is uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. His beard literally grows in reverse in this yeah. mo- throughout this whole movie. It's long he in the start, beginning. It bothers me every time when I watch this movie. <laughs> he has a full beard at the very beginning. Yep. You see him a little later. It's just a little bit shorter. And then by the end, he's almost completely clean shaven. And I they don't explain it at all. And I don't understand. <laughs> There's no reason for You'd it. You'd think no. if he's been hanging out with the Fremen, his hair would be growing out right. that way instead of but it's the opposite. opposite. Yeah. I don't understand. Also, what the heck, dude? Jason Momoa without a beard? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It's yeah, you're odd. Right. It's, it's odd. almost like, did they have to... Like yeah, maybe shoot some stuff, yeah, or he maybe. had something else he was filming. I'm thinking it, it had to be something, but it's it weird that something. it does it perfectly in and reverse. Instead of like trying to add a CG mustache, they just well, yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, <Nope>. weird. <laughs> then you just ruin Claudia's number one favorite yeah. person in the world. Yeah, I know. Oh, is he number one on the list? Oh yeah, Henry Cavill's number one for yeah. Claudia. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. He's, he's, got, he's, he's above Chalamet even. He is. He does. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'd put him above Shalom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so trivia time. All yeah. right, yeah. let's get into it here. All right, so we get our trivia from IMDb. First, is Denny Villeneuve confirmed in a Vanity Fair article that his adaptation of Dune will be split into two films in order to ensure that the original story would be preserved and not cut into a million pieces? However, contrary to the common practice of filming several installments back-to-back, only the first movie, which roughly covers the first half of the source novel, was greenlit and produced with an optional sequel depending on how well the first film performed. A sequel was greenlit on the Tuesday after the film opened. According to production designer Patrice Verme, the movie was originally supposed to end later in the story, but during pre-production, these final scenes were shifted to the sequel, meaning that some of the preparation for Dune Part 2 has already been done. Oh, okay. 
of course, as we're speaking, it's already been filmed and in the can. Correct. Yes. As they say. As they say. In the can? Is that what they say? <laughs> yeah. They, 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 that is the what can. they say. That's what they say. Even though there's no cans anymore. Well, nope. <laughs> I guess there's still sitting on film there is, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it, it's on the drive. That's what they Okay. So next, this one's interesting. David Lynch, director of the previous Dune 1984, stated that he has zero interest in Dune 2021. He cited that his issues with the new movie have nothing to do with director Denis Villeneuve, but with his own painful memories of making the 1984 mm. version. Because it was a heartache for me, it was a failure, and I didn't have final cut. I've told this story a billion times. It's not the film I wanted to make. I like certain mm-hmm. parts of it very much, but it was a total failure for me, end quote. Oh, wow. Well, that would make sense why it is very, very... Very weird. Although maybe if he had it his way, it would have been even weirder, <laughs> you know, right. with, with David Lynch and everyone else. Composer Hans Zimmer is a big fan of the novel Dune and turned down working with frequent collaborator Christopher Nolan on Tenet 2020 to score this film. For the same reason, Denis Villeneuve was the top choice, but turned down the offer to direct the Bond film No Time to Die. Oh, Maybe it Good would choice. have been better well, if he directed it wait. because it was horrendous. Yeah. Is he... I thought that you had to be British to direct a Bond movie. No, really? Have they all been British? Yeah, I thought the so. directors. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I, I didn't know I'm that was a stipulation. Sh- I'm ninety percent sure that's norm. That's the case. I didn't know that. Interesting. I don't know. Well, yeah, but still, should like, would you rather have a better No Time to Die and No Dune? No. Yeah. Listen, James Bond was going downhill. Yeah, it always does. Uh, each one it always like does. The, yeah, the, the um, the yeah, the um, actors like they start off strong, right? And then they, yeah. And they, yeah. Yep. I understand that, but this last one, was <laughs> we don't count it garbage. in our. We don't no, count it in it's our. It's not um, a Bond movie. Yeah. Sorry, it ended it's with not. Spectre. Even those, but compared to No Time to Die, Spectre is way better. Spectre's even though Spectre's, a, Spectre's not that incredible great. compared yeah. to No uh, Time to Die. Okay. Sorry, uh, not sorry. I still got to watch it. I still haven't seen No Time to Die. Oh, oh just really? Listen, just preserve the James Bond memory in your <laughs> mind and skip it. No, I, I, but I, but being a fan, like I, I feel like I missed thing out just not because I've seen every movie. No, and that's true. Some other ones that are not good. Watch like seventy five percent of the movie and then stop it. <laughs> yes. Don't watch the that's ending. Don't be able to do that. I know. I know. But <laughs> that's a good idea. The ending's the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Adapting Dune for the big screen has been a lifelong dream of Denis Villeneuve ever since he learned about David Lynch's cult classic Dune 1984 from the magazine's Fantastic Films and Starlog and read Frank Herbert's novel when he was around 12 years old. He wanted to make a faithful adaptation, so he waited until he'd done the science fiction films Arrival and Blade Runner 2049 first so that he would have sufficient experience in the genre before starting work on this film. In fact, scenes from his prior films are strongly influenced by his interpretation of scenes from the novel mm. okay so it's working backwards because because we definitely we spoke about how there's stuff we saw an enemy and arrival mm-hmm. even like seeing those in blade runner and then how some of the stuff in this reminds you of blade runner but basically it's all because of visuals he had in his head from reading dune right and wanting to yeah. eventually make it as a film and constantly trying to infuse that into something because it's just in your head right basically what happened (laughs) yep just crazy but yeah kind of cool that is cool all right my last one Hans zimmer spent a week in the desert of utah in the deserts of utah alone to assimilate some some of the sounds of the Mm. landscape into his thinking for the score cool i like that and i want to shout out for part two because we were asking about it so in addition to already this stacked cast minus what I mean, Oscar Isaac, it's not going to be. Yeah, minus, yeah, pretty much everyone else is Yeah, going to be in it. I imagine even Jason Momoa might not yes. be dead. Because <laughs> I really, never know. He's going to be a body. Yeah, no, yeah, he's going to be in it, yeah. I'm sure. Um, so besides that, we have Christopher Walken, Leah Sadu, Sadow? How do you say yeah, that? I know you're talking, yeah, I think it's Austin Sadow. Butler, which is the guy who played Elvis. Oh. Uh, and then Florence Pugh. Also, okay. so even more stacked cast for part two. Yeah, why not? 
Yeah, why not? Why not? Yep. Keep it going. Keep that momentum. <clears throat> All right. Any uh, last thoughts on Dune? Just no? looking forward to part no. two in yeah, March. Yeah, we're ready. We're Keep ready it for up, it. Denny. Yeah. And yeah. whatever you're going to do next after that. Do more sci-fi. Yeah, Since you're really you're so good, good at, at it. it. You're yeah. very yeah, good yeah, at for it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Just, do a, just do a foundation movie, even though we have an awesome series. Just mm-hmm. do, I don't know. I'm sure there's some other stuff out there. that. No, I know. Yeah. Tackled it. Do a third Blade Runner. I wouldn't be yeah. mad. Yeah. The, yeah. So this will conclude our coverage of Denny Villeneuve. So we're going to move on to someone else. And we chose to uh, cover Edgar Wright. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah. So our next movie will be Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yes. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, so a little bit of a shift in tonal yeah. wise oh from a director. Word, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, I, I was thinking about this because of that. I don't know that Denny really has a humorous bone in his body. Like, none of these movies have any, like, there's like, yeah, there's it's very little, slight. There's but yeah, slight you're, humor, but, but not like, like not, yeah. I'm falling but, over laughing. Well, humor. no, but like even like really, there's barely even like funny moments. But right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then Edgar Wright, like there's definitely funny oh, moments. Yeah. And then of course the pacing and the editing style is very different. But anyway, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a different, very different feel, but yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to mention because it's really only six uh so mm-hmm. we uh yeah we're doing strong the dead next then we have hot fuzz scott pilgrim the world's end baby driver and last night in soho yeah that'll be it nice listen hot fuzz um i could go on and on about that movie. i was wondering it's gonna if be you've such seen a fun what, one. scott pilgrim oh, yeah. scott pilgrim, scott pilgrim. Yeah. oh no well, that, this is gonna be, be the longest one. podcast of scott pilgrim yeah for sure have you seen strong of the dead yeah of course okay like several times nice and then actually, okay, well, we'll get to that one. Yeah. I think the World's End is the one I ha- have not seen as World's End. I don't yeah, think I, I've, I've only seen Scott Pilgrim and Baby Driver. Baby Driver, yeah. Oh, man, you're so, in for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm excited because I've always liked his stuff. Yeah. I just yeah. never got around to watching it's the other It's such movies. good like humor. <clears throat> really, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's very good. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Well, with that, we will uh, wrap things up and say thank you for watching and listening and we really appreciate all the few fans that are out there we love you um we're we're growing yeah we're growing we're growing we're, we're, we're growers not showers all <laughs> <laughs> um, right <laughs> if you uh like what you hear or or when you're watching please uh subscribe on youtube or and like and or um, follow us and give us a five star on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you'd like to send us any thoughts or feedback on what we said or just some nice words about the podcast, you can email us at feedback at screentimepod.com. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, I'm uh, at Jay Youngbar. I'm at Claudia Youngbar. And I'm at Jared Youngbar. And with that, we will talk to you guys next week.